another podcast here for you by Mile High Sports Guy. Hope you all are ending the year strong in whatever it is you're doing, whether it's school, work, etc. I just finished directing our FCA baseball winter camp and it was really great. Now I'm back in Colorado visiting family. Anyways, let's get into it. Our guest today is the master of the triple pump fake 360 double clutch layup, awful at 2K, and barely as tall as Isaiah Thomas, but he has a whole lot of heart. He started playing basketball in fourth grade where he met his best friend and co-owner, Chris. My cousin Ryan is one of the funniest guys I know. We have made a ton of memories over the years, and I'm grateful to be so close to my extended family. We're practically brothers. Ryan, tell us a little about Kempo Karate, Fire Science, and EMT School. Well, Kempo Karate is something I've been doing since I was very little. I love it. I, I wouldn't do anything to get rid of it. Um, I like that I can help make a difference in people's lives, try to mentor the children. It's a good time. Uh, fire science is something I've wanted to do since I was in high school. I picked up a class in college, and I just really want to do that now. EMT school is uh, something I'm trying to get into, trying to get into it through uh, Pikes Peak Community College. So hopefully that'll help me with my career. So initially I asked you if you wanted to own your own team, and you declined. But when I offered you to be Chris's co-owner on DM Sliding, you accepted Tell us about your role as co-owner and your thoughts in fantasy basketball so far. Well, I, I uh, accepted the invite to be a part of the team to help uh, the convenience of the league, help with the voting process, and all that. Uh, what was the other question? <laughs> uh, what do you think of the league so far? I think it's going very good. Not a lot of uh, issues. There were some in the beginning, but those were worked through very well. And I think the league is moving towards a better thing. Sweet. Cool. Your team is the reigning champion, but are currently in third place in the division. Three games behind Vucci Mambas, myself, and two games behind Who's Your Daddy, Nate. Do you think your team has a chance to make it back to the playoffs? I think we do. It's ob- obviously, it's up to the players to not hurt themselves, but as long as they keep their head in the game, they got some time. 16 minutes left, baby. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> oh man it's gonna be one of those isn't it yep <laughs> all right so chris elected to keep carl anthony towns and lamarcus aldridge as his keepers from a season ago and now they're both gone via trade in return you received zach levine who you traded to michael's team los angeles mikey and friends and is now injured you also received Kawhi leonard and ben simmons do you think it was wise to do the trades, or would you have rather kept Carl Anthony Towns and LaMarcus Aldridge? I think the trades were wise. Uh, not all the players can perform at the same time. Players go through their slums. Sometimes they do really well, you know. So last season, Cat uh, did really well for Chris. This year, maybe not so much, so he decided to trade him. Hopefully he can get something better. Yeah, I just with all the Jimmy Butler drama going on in Minnesota, Cat wasn't performing, and now that Jimmy Butler is gone... It seems like he is getting kind of back on track, but he's still not there. I don't know if it's like a mental thing, but hopefully he can get back to where he was a year ago. Hopefully. Um, But Ben Simmons and Kawhi Leonard are really great players, so it's nice to have those guys on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so final question. After being in the league for almost half a season, would you be interested in owning your own team next season, or would you rather stay as Chris's co-owner? Probably just stay as Chris's co-owner. Okay. 
Why is that? I don't, I don't know if I could set my schedule all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that I don't know basketball players very well. So you can play Fortnite every day, but you can't set your schedule every day? And mouse hunt. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. This break in the podcast is brought to you by Humbabe Apparel. Humbabe Apparel is an athletic apparel brand that encourages athletes to play for God's glory. Humbabe Apparel is an outlet of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and creates custom-made hats, shirts, and other clothing items. As we inch closer to the new year, Humbabe is continuing to create new designs for our hats and other gear. We look forward to sharing it all with you come January. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Humbabe Apparel. All right, this next segment is called The Great Debate, and this is where we're going to debate a topic in which I've chosen. And I know you're not too familiar with the NBA these days, so I've chosen something else. Is it about dinosaurs? Because if so, they're about 16 million years ago, not 6,000. Oh my gosh, get out of here. <laughs> no! Uh, the topic is Fortnite. Oof. We have yet to talk about Fortnite. Eventually, it was going to make it into this podcast, so here we go. Lit. Lit, of course. Let's get an F in chat. <laughs> Let's get an F in chat, freaking pog. <laughs> All right, first question. What guns, items, or game modes that have been vaulted do you miss? Um, definitely the tack machine pistol. That thing was like so fantastic. It was like something that hit like a drum gun, but didn't have any bloom. So it was like just a straight, and then they were dead. <laughs> Credit card right in that scanner, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I kind of miss the dualies. They were pretty fun. Oh my gosh, the dualies. Uh, I had a sick triple kill with one clip of a dually to get a dub ooh. in solos. And then they vaulted them, and I cried, contemplated uninstallment. <laughs> installment. But you know what? I have to pull up my big boy pants and try out the P90. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then uh, I, I know the minigun is still in the game, but man, it had a it had a season where it was just so bad. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it, it, like, it started out good, then it kind of went bad, and now it's kind of on the good side again. But there's just so many things in the game now that you can use to destroy builds. Mm-hmm. And now today they just came out with the boombox, so... Yeah, I tried out the boombox earlier in Tilted, and I almost took out the whole blue house just by throwing it on the corner, which was pretty crazy. That's incredible range. It yeah. really is. And yeah. the minigun, I think the minigun is just good for pressuring. It has it serves almost no purpose in solos unless you're at like the end and yeah. you're trying to push up a hill. I almost feel like the boombox would be good for endgame, if you think about it. Maybe. I don't know if it does damage to actual people, though. Cause right, but you're going to be able to destroy their build, so then you save your ammo on just shooting them. Because they're going to be spamming their build, and the boombox is going to keep blowing, and I don't know. I think it'd be kind of a cool mechanic. Maybe. So we'll have to try try that sometime. What don't you miss? What don't I miss? Oh, geez. Probably the drum gun. (laughs) (laughs) That thing was crazy. I saw this YouTube video, this guy named C-Day. Every single time a new weapon would come out, he would do like a video, and he'd be like, yeah, I got to win with five of these guns. Did he hold B? Did he hold B? (laughs) (laughs) Under controller, man. For those of you who don't know, C-Day started out streaming with um, Destiny, and they have a game mode called Trials of Osiris. Well, in Trials, your goal is to eliminate the opponents, and if you don't do it fast enough, a control point will come into the game, and typically it's the B point on the map. So C-Day, was it C-Day or was it his teammate? His well, C-Day told him to go hold B because that would put up the guy's Titan shield. 
And the guy thought it was a zone to capture. So he was like, where's B? And so he was like, it's on your controller, dude. <laughs> so, Too good. Too so, good. Yep. So CDA tried that. And one of my favorite uh, content creators, Dakotas, also tried the five drum gun challenge. And let's just say he said it was the easiest thing he ever did in his life. <laughs> and uh, anything about uh, following a creator on Fortnite you want to tell us about? Yes, every single time something new comes on the item shop, make sure to use creator code DAKOTAS to get all your new snags and new gear. At the same time, support one of the best content creators Fortnite has ever seen in their life. Hashtag DAKOTAS awesome. Hashtag Ninja's Pog. And do you get a cut <laughs> of no. his pay? No, I do not. <laughs> okay, just making sure. What is your meta GG gravy status loadout? Probably a uh, deagle with some sort of scar, not the AK. The AK is definitely not for console players, since the aim assist doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> you see Ninja crack a lacking people with that thing, but it's not for, not for console. Mm. So definitely a scar. Scars hit a lot harder than the suppressed rifles, but sometimes it's nice having smaller bloom on the suppressed. Yeah, for me, I don't know if there's a difference in fire rate between the P90 and the SMG. I don't. I think I kind of prefer the SMG. I think it fires a tad bit slower, so it's a little bit easier to control. So I'd definitely go blue SMG, or uh, well, I was gonna say, as uh, Daquan says, but it's a little inappropriate. So I'll hold <laughs> off on that. Give me them toes, brother. Small meat gang. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, so I I love the blue SMG. Um, Can we take a moment to talk about the new pumps? No, I'm not done talking about my layout. Oh, sorry. My loadout. Sorry. Get me a pump, of course. I used to hate pumps, <laughs> but they're pretty good. So I'd take a pump, get some heels in there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe a some sort of an explosive, too. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with the explosives. And a sniper. Definitely a sniper. I don't care what you give me. I will kill you. <laughs> it will be a quick scope with a hunting rifle, with a heavy sniper, with a bolt. I have video clips. Ryan's seen it. He has, he has uh, seen been, the evidence. I've been in a couple of the clips too. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely sniping is one of my favorite things to do in the game. But uh, final question, and then we'll get back into something we were talking about earlier. What material do you think is the best? Wood, brick, or steel? Brick, brick, brick. Um, I I believe the brick is the best because it's stronger than the wood. But it also doesn't take forever and a half to build, like steel wood. And there's different materials for different. I use the wood for kind of like a transportation kind of thing. I have to like get up a hill or something like that, or make a quick push. Uh, if I have to make a heavier kind of a push, or I'm going to be taking a lot of fire. I'll definitely switch to brick. That that kind of gives me the extra uh, defense I need when making a push. A little extra structural stability. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I think it's steel. It just it does take a while, but if you can get it up, I mean you're pretty you're pretty secure. It's mainly for just like making an outpost. Like if you're in the middle of the zone and you're like on the yeah. top of a hill, and you want to hold that. Just make a couple of. Wide I also steel like steel structures. for turtling if I'm trying to heal in the middle of combat. Mm. So that's a nice play. I'll yeah. like build a box. I'll put a roof. Then I'll put a pyramid on top of it. Then I'll put a base and a pyramid. Turtle myself. Maybe a ramp to just in case I want to edit out. What? Yeah. All right. Final question. I thought you said that was the final question. Well, that was the final question, but it wasn't the final question because my final question talks about something we've already talked about, which is who's your favorite streamer and least favorite streamer? And you kind of 
kind of already answered that. <laughs> but, uh, My most favorite is Dakota's. I love him. He's very humble. He can be toxic at times, so it's really funny. <laughs> uh, my least favorite is probably Symphony. He's just a. Douche. He's kind of boring too. He's a douche. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He has some of the fastest edits out of any of the players in the game. But he's a jerk. He's yeah. a freaking jerk, and he looks like a wannabe Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I'd say my favorites are probably uh, Ninja and Cipher. Cipher is pretty good. Like he can compete with Ninja. But he's just not as, like, crazy as Ninja. So watching him play, you can learn a lot. Uh, I also like Kitty plays a lot. She's cool. Uh, and then you don't want to talk about Melly? No, I don't want to talk about Melly right now. All right. We'll, <laughs> but we'll talk about JD. JD, what do you mean, brother? In this segment, you will try to guess correctly for multiple choice questions. Are you ready? C's get degrees. C's get degrees, he says. Okay, who currently leads the NBA in points per game? Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, or James Harden? James Harden. That is correct. James Harden, 33 points a game. Eat, eat, dab on. He's the only <laughs> player in the league right now averaging 30-plus. Uh, KD was at, uh, I want to say, 28.5, and Anthony Davis is right behind him. Who has the best three-point percentage? Derrick Rose, Seth Curry, or Danilo Gallinari? Did you say Seth Curry? Yeah, Steph's younger brother. Oh, geez. Well, that guy's pog. Um, who was the third option? <laughs> he was the third option. I oh. said Derrick <laughs> I said Derek Rose, Danilo Gallinari, or Seth Curry. Let's go with Derrick Rose. It is not. It is Seth Curry. Curry. No. Seth Curry leads the NBA in three-point percentage at 50%. Oh, my God. He played against Steph last night and had this filthy step back against him and just drained it in his face. Granted, he only scored three points the whole game because he's Pog, but <laughs> he hit three in Steph's face, so I thought it was pretty cool. Suck <laughs> on that, brother. And his 50% from three is not one of two. He's actually shot like 40 or so threes. Oh, man. Um, I think you have to have like uh, you have to have a certain number to qualify for the percentage. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, which team has not lost a division game? The Golden State Warriors, the Denver Nuggets, or the Boston Celtics? Oh, the Warriors. That is incorrect. Oof. The Nuggets are five and zero in the division. Oh, the Nuggets. Yes, they uh-huh. have not lost a divisional game. So they're the only unbeaten team in divisional play in the NBA. The Lakers were 4-0, but they just lost their last two uh, games. They lost to the Kings, and then they just lost to the Clippers. So uh, Can you blame that on J.R. Smith as well? You can find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I already was trying to get over. I, I read on Facebook that J.R. Smith accepted a deal with the Lakers, but the Lakers didn't accept him. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if LeBron has something to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save room for Anthony Davis. <laughs> I thought we were up, LeBron. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, which team has the worst record in the NBA? The New York Knicks, the Phoenix Suns, or the Cleveland Cavaliers? Cleveland Cavaliers because they run the East. <laughs> <laughs> More like they run away from the East. <laughs> I just think it's funny how they go to the finals last year with LeBron and 
they get swept and f- i think it was like 5 games into the season this season they fired Tyron Lue their head coach and lebron comes out on social media and he goes thanks for leading us to three straight finals and i'm like no he didn't do crap dude i could have coached that team to the finals okay <laughs> i could coach the warriors to the finals you don't it's lebron james okay he calls the shots the cavs are garbage Kevin Love is an injury-prone player, and it hasn't been the same since ever since he left the Timberwolves. Right. Like, when he was with the Timberwolves, he would get double-doubles every night, averaging like 15 rebounds a game. Then he goes to Cleveland, and they try to change him into some more sort of like spot-up, three-point shooting, power-forward thing, whatever. And I'm like, that's not his game. Like, you can't take guys out of their game. You can't, like, there's... Somebody said this about Kawhi Leonard. They called him a system player. They said that Kawhi wouldn't be able to carry a team because when he was with the Spurs, obviously he had like Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, LaMarcus Aldridge, players like that around him. And now he's with the Raptors. He has uh, Kyle Lowry and Danny Green, Jonas Valanciunas, a couple other good players, Pascal Siakam. Uh, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Yeah, Pascal Siakam. He's a player on the Raptors. He's a second-year uh, player, he's pretty good. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think that the team has something to do with how you play, but at the same time, you're gonna get drafted based on how you perform individually, and the NBA is very much a one-on-one game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, final question. You might not even know who this dude is, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Okay, wait on. How old is Dallas Mavericks rookie Luka Doncic? 17. No, I, I, it's a multiple choice question. I, you, you didn't even hear the choices. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Just get degrees. <laughs> That's an F. Oh. Okay. 20, 23, or 19? 19. 19. Yeet. He's 19 years old. Now listen to this. He is breaking records left and right. He doesn't turn 20 for another 27 games. Jeez Louise. He is the youngest player in NBA history to hit seven threes in a game, and he is arguably having the best rookie season since none other than LeBron. What were you doing with your life at age 19? At age 19, probably trying to figure out what cream I wanted to put in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you said the same thing this morning at breakfast, and you're 20 now, so... Well, I've gotten over in the past year. Thank you, 2018. <laughs> For me, 19, I was a freshman in college, and I was studying engineering, so didn't follow through with that either. No. no. <laughs> We're pretty successful 19-year-olds, wouldn't you say? No. <laughs> well, we've reached the conclusion of the podcast, and Ryan, I surprised you and Marshall today by showing up in Colorado, so that was pretty cool, huh? That was pretty cool. Yeah. What were your uh, thoughts this morning? Thought I was gonna have to stab somebody. I don't know. I thought like some dude was like messing with my boys and like, yeah, I need you to come down and handle this for me. So I was like, I don't know, man. And then I walk in, I saw you, and I was like, man, y'all want to get stabbed. <laughs> well, uh, aside from the stabbing, we are going to. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, we're going to the Nuggets Knicks game on January first. Are you excited? And who do you think will win? Uh, I think the Nuggets are gonna win. Uh, I am excited. I'm going to wear the t-shirt that I got for free from the last game I went to. Nice. I can feel the excitement in your voice. Yes, yes. 
Uh, that was sarcasm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited to go? I am excited. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Remind me to never invite you ever again. Oof. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, no, I think the Nuggets will win too. And I'm going to say by 15 points. 15 points? Yeah, because the Knicks are garbage and they don't have Kristaps Porzingis. Okay, well, from Nuggets Pass, they usually get a pretty good lead and then they get comfortable and then they die. <laughs> you're <laughs> right, you're right. All right, so I'm going to say Nuggets by a free throw. By a free throw? By a free throw. All right, well, we'll see what happens. And if I'm right, you owe me sushi. <laughs> you're so bougie. <laughs>